Hi there. See what's going on in my touch. See if Trump's in fucking jail yet. Sif, sif, sniff. Highly incriminating. Trump gets publicly humiliated in the worst TV appearance of all time. Uh-huh. Now know Washington probably better than anybody. I know, the, I know the good people. ones and the bad ones. And we will have really great, strong people. I already know who they are, but we will have really great, strong people. Okay. Your Vice President Mike Pence is running against you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Your Ambassador to the United Nations, Nikki Haley, she's running against you. Your former Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo, said he's not supporting you. You mentioned National Security Advisor John Bolton. He's not supporting you either. You mentioned Attorney General Bill Barr. Uh, says you shouldn't be President again. I uh, calls you the consummate narcissist and troubled man. You recently called and uh, bar a, a gutless pig. Uh, your second defense secretary is not supporting you, called you irresponsible. This week, you and your White House called your White House chief of staff, John Kelly, weak and ineffective and born with a very small brain. You called your acting White House chief of staff, Mick Mulvaney, a born loser. You called your first secretary of state, Rex Tillerson, dumb as a rock. And your first defense secretary, James Mattis, the world's most overrated general. You called your White House Press Secretary Kayla Canadian Milktoast, and multiple times you've referred to your Transportation Secretary Elaine Chow as Mitch McConnell's China-loving wife. So, why did you hire all of them in the first place? I know the best people. <laughs> this is Donald Trump immediately regretting his decision to sit down with Fox News' Brett Bear because Brett Bear came to play. I have to admit, this is the first time that I have ever in my life laughed this hard at a Fox News interview. This has got to be one of the craziest interviews I've ever seen. And I know, I know, I say that every single time that fat orange loser is in a video, but this time he's gone from unhinged to completely unhinged. And credit where credit is due, Brett did a great job in this interview. Not 100% to my liking, but he did a lot better than most Fox people would have done in this position. Like here, where I think he does a great job right from the get-go, reminding Fox viewers what Donald Trump's remarks were when he was talking about, you know, enforcing the laws regarding classified documents. This is what you said in 2016 about handling this. In my administration, I'm going to enforce all laws concerning the protection of classified information. No one will be above the law. We also need to fight this battle by collecting intelligence and then protecting, protecting our classified secrets. We can't have someone in the Oval Office who doesn't understand the meaning of the word confidential or classified. And right after that, Brett wasted no time going straight at Donald Trump, asking him why, after all that, he would have such highly classified national defense material, including documents that contain our defense strategies or attack plans for, you know, say, Iran. And what's even wilder is that Donald Trump's response does not include a denial about having these documents. And you can tell that Bill Barr making the rounds this week and absolutely destroying every one of Donald Trump's talking points is getting at Donald Trump because why in the hell would a question like this lead to a response that had anything to do with Bill Barr at all? Why did you have this very sensitive national security defense documents like the war plans for a strike on Iran? So like every other president, I take things out. And in my case, I took it out pretty much in a hurry, but people packed it up and we, we left. 
And I had clothing in there. I had all sorts of personal items in there. Much, much stuff. And by the way, when Bill Barr, who's, you know, a coward, Bill Barr was a coward. Bill Barr didn't do what he was supposed to do. I fired him, and he has great hatred, and that's okay, because some people do. And some people love me very much. He didn't resign. I I asked him, give me a letter immediately. So why did you have such highly classified national defense material? Because Bill Barr's a coward, obviously. Here's the orange blob, sounded like an absolute buffoon, saying the only way that Nara could possibly get these records back is if they said, please, 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 like they were down on their hands and knees in front of Donald Trump. But not before Brett Baer correctly pushes back and points out that Nara did ask for these documents back. The only way Nara could ever get this stuff, this back, would be, please, 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 could we have it back? And they please, asked for that. Because they have no... We they were did talking. ask for it. No. And they said, can you give the documents back? And we were talking. And then they said, they went to DOJ to subpoena you to get them Which they've never done before. Right. And in but all why fairness, not just hand them over then? Because I had boxes. I want to go through the boxes and get all my personal things out. I don't want to hand that over to Nara yet. And I was very busy, as you've sort of seen. I mean, we've all been there, right, guys? I mean, who hasn't been too busy to take their golf spikes out of the classified documents box? I mean, who can't relate to the fact of being too busy to take Shaq's shoe out of our fucking war plans? And God forbid you sit down for two friggin' seconds and take your 7X polo shirts out of our nuclear secrets. And this next clip is just absolutely remarkable to me. I mean, when pressed by Brett Baer, on why Donald Trump would move boxes before the lawyers were coming to inspect those boxes. Not only does Donald Trump not deny obstructing justice, but he says it's because he hadn't had a chance to go through the boxes yet. And he couldn't possibly hand over the boxes full of our nation's deeper secrets because, you know, his golf shirts, or more likely, a pair of his soiled friggin' trousers. And again, Brett presses Donald Trump on the Iran war plans document, and Donald Trump's response is, Not that I know of. Yeah, but I according to the indictment, you then tell this aide to move to other locations after telling your lawyers to say you'd fully complied with the subpoena when you hadn't. But before I send boxes over, I have to take all of my things out. So, yes. These boxes were interspersed with all sorts of things. Uh, golf shirts, clothing, pants, shoes. There were many things. Why is that? I would say much, much more. Not that I know of, but not that I know of. And here's Brett, I think, doing an okay job of pushing back against Donald Trump using his whataboutisms again, going after Biden. These are super sensitive national security oh, documents. I'm sure, I'm sure, right, so here's, I'm sure you'll this, see real super sensitive that Biden has. This Biden has far more than anybody's ever kept. And he turned them over when asked. No, he but, didn't. But he still hasn't given the 1,850 boxes that stored at the University of Delaware. In fact, they're fighting them in court, and they're fighting them. And the boxes for them to look at. Excuse me. But this next clip is just utter nonsense from Donald Trump. This has to be one of the most incoherent, most nonsensical responses I've ever heard from this moron. Here he is being directly challenged by Brett Baer over the recordings they have of him at Bedminster, where he directly admits to not having declassified any of this material. And not only that, that the material that they were looking at was a secret, top secret, to this day. According to the indictment, you were here at Bedminster on July 21st, 2021, after you're no longer president, and you were recorded saying that you had a document detailing a plan of attack on another country that was prepared by the U.S. military for you when you were president, the Iran attack plan. You remember that? 
Ready? You were recording. It wasn't a document. Oh, it's specifically a quote. You're quoted and, on the recording no, and, saying the document was secret, adding that you could have declassified it while you were president, but quote, now I can't. You know, this is still secret, highly confidential. And the indictment cites the recording and the testimony from people in the room saying you showed it to people there that day. So you say on this on tape. It says just the opposite. That you can't and, declassify, and so you, why have it? What I said, when I said that I couldn't declassify it now, that's because I wasn't president. President, I, I never made any bones about that. When I'm not president, I can't declassify. And that's what you said. You didn't I said declassify. That. I said no, no. What? He said I couldn't declassify. Could but that wasn't a document, Brett. There was no document. That was a massive amount of papers and everything else. Papers. Uh, also known as documents. documents. <laughs> Donnie. Holy shit. Talking about Iran and other things, Iran and other things, and it may have been held up or may not, but that was not a document. I didn't have a document per se. So a document with stuff having to do with Iran that may or may not have been held up, but not a document having to do with Iran that you somehow showed people that shouldn't see it. And Donald Trump is just too stupid to realize that Brett Baer is setting forth the argument set forth in the indictment against Donald Trump, and Donald Trump just agrees with him. And then somehow goes on to claim that he never saw a document in all his time in the White House from General Mark Milley. The suggestion was people. that you wanted this as evidence that the military, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs, General Milley, had preemptively sent you plans for a possible attack on Iran and that you didn't order that to happen. That's the suggestion. I never ordered it to happen, no. But no. that's why you wanted the document. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen a document from Milley. Milley, frankly, was incompetent. The last one I'd want to attack with as my leader would be Milley. That I can tell you. And here's what sounds like to me, Donald Trump actually claiming that he didn't want any of these documents, but only held on to them because the FBI raided his Mar-a-Lago hotel more than a year after NARA asked for these documents back originally. There are 31 documents listed. Nuclear capabilities of foreign countries, related to military capabilities of foreign countries, intelligence briefings on foreign countries. Why do you want to hold on to those documents after you're president? I don't say I do. You just didn't we know what was in the box? with NARA giving them back. All of a sudden we've got raided, which is a violation of my you know, Fourth Amendment rights. They raided my home and they came and they took things. We were discussing this with NARA. Look at Obama, look at Clinton. You know, Clinton took documents, Clinton took tapes in his socks. Interviews you know with story. The Clinton socks case. I do know it well. And it basically said the president has every right to keep whatever he wants, and that includes me. And here's what has to be a delusional Donald Trump strangely claiming that his documents case has already been fought. And the question this is whether not a criminal case. highly classified government national security documents fall in that I category, and that battle is going to be fought in the courts. It's already been fought. Well, if that were the case, I'm pretty sure you'd know, because you'd have pinstripes on and metal bars in front of you, big guy. This next clip just perfectly encapsulates everything about Donald Trump. His inability to answer a straight question, his immaturity and pettiness, his selfish, egotistical, self-centered nature, his inability to stay on topic, his inability to articulate policies. I mean, this is Brett Baer asking him what Donald Trump can do to win back independent, suburban women voters. And Donald Trump's response was, the 2020 election was stolen. I shit you not.
More independent voters watch Fox News than any other TV source. A lot less than used to watch it. They do watch. Those voters usually, they usually make up all the difference in the election. And so to the female independent voter in the suburbs who struggled with family mm-hmm. financing because of inflation, she's now against Biden, disapproves of Biden, but wasn't with you in 2020 and so far is a hard no for you in 2024. But what do you say to that? At the right what, what do you say to that female independent suburban voter who feels that way to win her back? First of all, I won in 2020 by a lot. Okay. You Let's know, get that straight. I won in 2020. You know that this, and if you look at all of the tapes, if the you look at shows. everything that you want to look at, you take a look at Truth to Vote, where they have people stuffing the ballot boxes on tapes, or let's go to recent. Wait a minute. Let's go to recent. FBI, Twitter. Let's go to recent. The 51 agents, all corrupt stuff, Brett. Understand about the all, Hunter Biden. Well, no, but that's cheating on the election. But that, that's cheating on the election. You lost the 2020 election, uh, Brett. Uh, you take a look at all of the stuffed ballots. You take a look at all of the things, including things like the 51 intelligence there were, agents. There were recounts in all of the swing states. There was not significant right. widespread We're trying fraud. to get recounts, real recounts, not just numbers of votes Widespread cast. corruption, there was not a sense of that. There were lawsuits, more than 50 of them, by your lawyers, some in front of Freddy, judges, Freddy. judges that you appointed. Look at Wisconsin. That came out with Wisconsin no evidence. Is, Wisconsin has practically admitted it was rigged. Others yeah states are doing the same right now and it's continuing been a it was a of every potential case of voter fraud in six battleground states already been fought and the question this is whether not a criminal case Let highly classified government national security documents fall in that I category and that battle is going to be fought in the courts it's already been fought well if that were the case i'm pretty sure you'd know because you'd have pinstripes on and metal bars in front of you big guy this next clip just perfectly encapsulates everything about Donald Trump. His inability to answer a straight question, his immaturity and pettiness, his selfish, egotistical, self-centered nature, his inability to stay on topic, his inability to articulate policies. I mean, this is Brett Baer asking him what Donald Trump can do to win back independent, suburban women voters. And Donald Trump's response was, the 2020 election was stolen. I shit you not. More independent voters watch Fox News than any other TV source. A lot less than used to watch it. They do watch. Those voters usually usually make up all the difference in the election. And so to the female independent voter in the suburbs who struggled with family Mm -hmm. financing because of inflation, she's now against Biden, disapproves of Biden, but wasn't with you in 2020 and so far is a hard no for you in 2024. But what do you say to that? What what do you say to that female independent suburban voter who feels that way to win her back? First of all, I won in 2020 by a lot. Okay. You Let's know, get that straight. I won in 2020. You know that this, and if you look at all of the tapes, if the you look at shows. everything that you want to look at, you take a look at Truth to Vote, where they have people stuffing the ballot boxes on tapes, or let's go to recent. Well, wait a minute. Let's go to recent. FBI Twitter. Let's go to recent. The 51 agents. All corrupt stuff, Brett. Understand about all, the Hunter Biden. Well, no, but that's cheating on the election. But that's cheating on the election. You lost the 2020 election. Uh, Brett. Uh, you take a look at all of the stuffed ballots. You take a look at all of the things, including things like the 51 
intelligence there were, agents. There were recounts in all of the swing states. There was not significant right, widespread. We're trying fraud. to get recounts, real recounts, there were not just numbers of votes. Widespread cast. corruption. There was not a sense of that. There were lawsuits, more than 50 of them, by your lawyers, some in front of Ready, judges, right? judges that you appointed. Look at Wisconsin. That came out with Wisconsin no evidence. Is Wisconsin has practically admitted it was rigged. Other states are doing the same right now, and it's continuing. It was a every potential case of voter fraud in six battleground states, and they found fewer than 475 cases. You know why? Because they didn't found. look at the right things. Okay, are you going they to were counting? They were counting ballots, not the authenticity of the ballot. The ballots were fake ballots. You had this I was asked, a very rigged. Are election. you going to go? This is how you're going to tell that independent suburban no, woman no, voter no, no. We're, to vote we're for and we know it's not even just the documents case that Donald Trump has absolutely lost his mind over. I mean, here he is claiming that the reason he got along with Volodymyr Zelensky is because Zelensky was the one that came up with the impeachment hoax number one. I got along with Zelensky very well because he came up with the impeachment hoax number one. And for those of you who still may think that this man isn't a Russian puppet, here he is flat out denying to say whether or not Putin was wrong for invading Ukraine. Is he wrong to invade Ukraine? He wouldn't have done it if, if it were me. But he was did that move. after I left. I thought he might do it. Look, I talked to him. I said, if you do it, there's going to be hell to pay. It's going to be a catastrophe. Don't do it. He said, no, 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 you won't do that. I told him I was going to do something. He said, no, 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 you will not do that. I said, I will, Vladimir, I will do it. I'm going to do it. You're and you know what? He didn't believe me. Whatever. Whatever. It was pretty bad. And he didn't believe me at all, except for maybe 10%. And 10% is all you needed. I don't know. It sounds an awful lot like it's a fake Abdul story to me. I said, don't do it, Abdul. So don't do it. And here's the fat orange slob reluctantly admitting that Ukraine is its own country while immediately following that up with it used to be part of Russia and Putin liked it better that way. He also once again fails to have the backbone to answer the question of whether or not he would give Putin Crimea or not. But you believe but I will tell is you. a separate country from Russia. Yeah, it's a separate country, so but at one Putin, point it wasn't a separate right. country. Should Putin and, have and Crimea? Putin liked it that way. Is that part of the deal? Is should Putin get Crimea? Well, is that right, what you? Right now, I don't talk about those deals because it really would impede a negotiation. But I'm telling you, within 24 hours, that's what I did. I became very rich by doing deals, very rich. And you know what? Much more so than people even understand. And that's what I do. I would have a deal done in 24 Very hours tidy. from the time we started. All right, you hollow-headed shell of a man. Please tell us this ingenious idea you have of ending this brutal invasion that Russia has forced upon Ukraine in less than 24 hours. Give the world is just dying to hear this incredible yes. plan you have that only the mind of Donald J. Trump could come up with. And I would tell Zelensky something, and I would tell Putin something, and I'd get him into a room, and I'd tell him again and again. <laughs> I would have a deal done very quickly. Because look, Ukraine has been wiped out. All right, so then why don't you do me a favor, you demented bastard? Why don't you fly over to Ukraine and you tell the people, the brave men and women, the men and women of the armed forces of Ukraine, that Ukraine has already been wiped out. And then you tell me how that goes for you. Because the last time I checked, Ukraine still has more men in reserve than they do on the front lines while Russia is losing thousands every day. As I can see it, Russia doesn't have soldiers, they have bodies. Ukraine actually has soldiers, men and women willing to fight, willing to die for their homeland. But this interview was wild, guys. I hope he does more of these, because every time he opens his fat fucking mouth, 
the more trouble that man gets into. So keep sitting down with these people. Keep opening your flapper. Keep talking about it. Anybody that's been following the Midas Touch Network close enough knows that the DOJ and Jack Smith pretty much has Donald Trump dead to rights already. But this only reinforces their case. If you guys like the content, like what you saw, feel free to hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, tell them Boston Brian sent you. It's all free. What we have to do is get this message out. Let more people see this madman for what he is and let this guy know that he's not going to get away with it this time. At Midas Touch, we are unapologetically pro-democracy, and we demand justice and accountability. That's why we're spreading our message to Convict 45. That's right, gear up right now with your Convict 45 tees and pins at store.midastouch.com. That's store.midastouch.com. Welcome to... Political beatdown. I'm Ben Bicellis, joined by the one and only Michael Cohen. We've got a lot to discuss. You got earlier today, Judge Eileen Cannon set the trial date for the case brought by Special Counsel Jack Smith in Federal Court, Southern District of Florida. Tentative trial date is set for August 14th, pursuant to the Speedy Trial Act. Of 1974. Let's Four hours talk ago. about that. I don't think that's going to stay the trial date, but look, Judge Eileen Cannon followed the law there and set the speedy trial date on the 70 days that are required by law. Also, did you see that interview that or should we say the wow. list of confessions that Donald Trump gave and that's Brett Baer interview on Fox? Gotta give credit where credit is due. Brett Baer did an incredible interview, was fact-checking Donald Trump. I guess as good as Brett Baer was, it was unhinged and idiotic as Donald Trump was. We'll uh, talk about that. Also, the uh, Republicans are flipping out and saying that the Department of Justice son agreed to a plea deal and they were pursuing charges against his son. They make this make sense on political beatdown. I'm Ben Micellis, joined by Michael Cohen. Where do we even begin? I guess I want to begin by just, you know, I, I, I read a piece of news about you, Cohen, which what is, the, is um, the federal court denied your request <laughs> yeah. to terminate supervised release, which you're Currently, on, which I think is set to expire in like 14 months or 15 months anyway. Well, I've already been on it, Ben. I've already been on uh, supervised release now. I got a 36 month supervised release as part of the genius determination by Judge William H. Pauley III. Right? It reminds me of so much like, uh, like Gilligan's Island, Thurston Howell III. Now, this is William H. Pauley III. And um, determined that it's very it's necessary to have me on supervised release for 36 months. I am already somewhere 20 months into it with, you know, or 19 months into it. So I, you're right. I have like about 14 months left. I asked for early termination. It's um, you know, third request, first time. They said no early, second time. They said, well, you're right. So here, after 18 months, uh, 17 months left, decided to put it in. There's about 16 months left uh, exactly now. And the determination came down the other day. And here's the, here's the part that's a little infuriating, Ben. Right? Um, 
the determination by Judge Furman, Jesse M. Furman at the Southern District of New York, is that he's buying what prosecutor Nicholas Roos, who was who prosecuted my case as the lead prosecutor, he's buying everything that Nicholas Roos turned around and told him, which is that I do not take responsibility in my book on this podcast, on Mayor Hope's podcast. I talk about how there was no tax evasion. There was no misrepresentation to a bank. And the part that really bothers me about this, to be honest with you, is because there was no tax evasion or misrepresentation to a bank. The fact that the prosecutor says it doesn't make it any more factually accurate than when Donald Trump disputes his bullshit lies. We all know what the prosecutors do. We all know what the prosecutors did. Jeffrey Furman himself, Jeffrey Furman, who was the head of the District of New York's criminal division, acknowledged that there was undue influence being placed on him, despite the fact that he allegedly recused himself, and that was now being handled by Robert Kazami, who's now over at Guggenheim Partners. You get the gist of where I'm going with this, Ben? All of a sudden, he's now buying everything that the prosecutor said. But what bothers me the most about this is that I had mentioned in our motion papers that I had been saying the same thing. It's not that I'm changing my tune today. I've been saying the same thing since November of 2018, when we put forth our pre-sentencing memo, that there is no tax evasion. Unlike Hunter Biden, I actually paid taxes during the five years that we didn't give me the opportunity to do so. They separated each and every one of them out in order to then force me, like a hostage video, to go ahead and to take the plea. Otherwise, I could have been looking at like 20 years. I mean, the whole thing is it's prosecutors know exactly what they're doing, and they take advantage of the shield that they're supposed to be using to protect the public instead of using it to bully the public. And I've been saying this. Sylvia, if you have that page from my pre-sentencing, there you go. Can you blow it up for a second? Michael did not find himself in the criminal justice system facing tax charges after auditing an unsatisfied obstructive demand by the IRS, an investigation history of sophisticated tax maneuvers and deception, or the discovery by the government of offshore or nominee accounts or bogus deductions. Because I never had never been audited. In fact, I had never filed a late tax return. Yeah, there was a mistake. You know what that's called? It's called a tax omission. It's not called tax evasion. But when you're given 48 hours from a Friday to a Monday to either plead guilty or they're going to file an 80-page indictment that includes your wife, I suspect that all of our brigaders would do what I did, which is the ones that you love. All right. And so all I'm asking for, all I'm asking for is a reduction in something that I shouldn't even be involved with. Jordy, do you have the Newsweek article over there? There you go. All right. This is Jeffrey Berman. This is Jeffrey Berman's work in his book. I wanted people to understand the full scope of the outrageous and improper political interference by Trump's Justice Department in the cases of the Southern District of New York 
that demonstrates what Trump is capable of and what he's likely to do. Berman called that out on Monday. And it also provides a frontline view of just how vulnerable our justice system is. Well, yeah, I then fucking reacted to the interview. And I put out this angry tweet on my, on my Twitter account, basically castigating Berman for not coming forward with this important and exculpatory information. Well, other than that, Cohen, how are you doing? Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's blood a lot. Pressure high. Blood pressure high. No good. But, you know, I'm, I'm okay. So fighting the fight each and every day, you know, making sure that Donald Trump is held accountable. I will tell you something interesting. If they have the trial in August, it's not going to give Donald a whole lot of time within which to relax because my case against Trump is going to trial on July 24th. That's, of course, it's civil. It's for the legal fees that's still outstanding and due. But, you know, it's going from one trial to another. And let's not also forget, Eugene Carroll filed again. And the court correctly allowed her to now amend her complaint. And so it's going to be, once again, a case just on damages. I mean, the guy just doesn't know when to shut up. And speaking about not knowing when to shut up, if you didn't see the Brett Pair Fox interview with Donald, you got to go somewhere and you got to find it. You have to watch it. I, I, I have a good idea, Cohen, where they could find it. I have a good idea where they could find it. Right here on Political Beatdown. You've come to the right place. So not only will you get to watch the main parts of this interview, you will then most importantly get Michael Cohen's reaction to these clips, which are essentially confessions. But I'll geek out on the legal side of this just for a Since Donald Trump is a criminal defendant in the federal case brought by special counsel, Jack Smith. These clips are not hearsay. They are statements by a party opponent here, criminal defendant Donald Trump. And in criminal cases, there's almost never uh, depositions at all of, of anybody, yet alone a criminal defendant. Normally, in almost all situations, a criminal defendant in Donald Trump's position would assert their Fifth Amendment right against self-incrimination, and they would certainly avail themselves of their right to remain silent. So giving Special Counsel Jack Smith this evidence, these confessions, would basically be like Donald Trump speeding up a 12-hour deposition and basically saying, all right, I'm just going to give you the smoking gun stuff right away. Here's the key stuff you need to use against me. It was basically confession, 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 confession. And then um, Brett Baer would ask Donald Trump just other questions about Putin and about the 2020 election. And then Donald Trump just showed what a complete fascist maniac he is. But let's start with the confessions. Um, and, you know, I, I've done this routine a few times today. I, I have fun doing it where I play the part of special counsel Jack Smith. Um, but let's start off with special counsel Jack Smith showing well, you know, exhibits. Before we jump off of your geekiness, um, your, your geeky lawyers, I should say, uh, let's not, you know, let's not um, run too fast and explain. One of the things Donald could have done, or I should say his defense counsel, is claim hearsay, as Ben was stating. And of course, you know, the law Black's dictionary 
on hearsay. It's an out-of-court statement offered to prove the truth of the matter asserted. When I say it's an out-of-court statement, that means it's coming from a third party. Here it's not. It's coming from the horse's mouth. And when I say a horse, I'm talking about a dumbass horse. Because the fact that he could sit there and say the things to Brett Baer, here's the problem with Donald, and I want to be very clear. Actually, Mary Trump has been very good on talking about this as well. It's so much more than just him being a narcissistic sociopath, believing that whatever it is that he says is true and that people will accept it as true. Now, not when you have somebody like Brett Baer actually there doing fact-checking live, right? So it's to the moment. Where Donald now falters is it's a very Stalinistic approach. Where Donna, and I can assure you, he's never read a book on Stalin, but he certainly has adopted his philosophy in what he does. And that is, if you repeat a lie often enough, and enough people start to repeat the lie, somehow or another, the lie becomes the truth. And that's what Donald's looking for here. Because the only way that he um, exculpates himself from this specific um, set of illegalities and, um, and actions that are pending against him, right, though by Jack Smith on the mishandling of the documents and so on, is to somehow try to convince the country that, no, I did not violate any laws, that there are no laws that I broke, and there are no laws that I broke because I've already told you that they were mine, that I had the right to them, and that I didn't have a chance to go through the boxes and so on. It's one lie after another after another, which is why they teach you in nursery school. There's no point to lie, because a lie begets a lie begets a lie, and it just continues to flow down the, you know, down the mountain. And the problem with Donald is his lies have gotten so big that it's now a boulder, and it's just unstoppable. And every time he opens his mouth, whether it's on television, whether it's on his uh, untruth social, wherever he does it, he ends up hurting himself more and more and makes it more and more impossible for a defense counsel to represent him adequately. You mentioned Stalin. I also want to mention the chief Nazi propagandist, Joseph Goebbels. And what Goebbels said was, if you tell a big lie enough and keep repeating it, people will eventually come to believe it. The lie can be maintained only for such time as the state can shield people from the political, economic, and or military consequences of the lie. It thus becomes vitally important for the state to use all of its powers to repress dissent, for the truth is the mortal enemy of the lie and thus, by extension, the truth is the greatest enemy of the state, enemy of the state. You hear Donald Trump repeat that also over and over again. Also, Joseph Goebbels also said, accuse the other of that you are guilty of. Accuse the other of that you are guilty of. So if you watch these clips, it's exactly what you see Donald Trump do. So let's start off with it. Ben, oh, don't, let's not forget other Goebbels terms and Hitler terms that were consistently, consistently utilized, words like witch hunt, victimized, weaponized. I mean, these are all words that he took out of the Third Reich. It's truly amazing. There's a great National Geographic um, uh, on, 
on, um, on cable. Uh, it's called the Hitler tapes. If you watch them and you listen to the language and the rhetoric of Adolf Hitler, uh, you will find that it is eerily similar to so much of the language which Trump's used from the podium at these, you know, white supremacist rallies of his. It's, it's actually shocking, but more than shocking, it's terrifying. Absolutely. And, uh, and one thing's for certain, that neither Ben nor I will just remain silent like so many people have done in the past and continue to do. We will not remain silent. We will hear the truth, the ugly truth. But it will nevertheless be, it's raw, it's unfiltered, it's ugly, but it is truthful. And you will hear it right from us every single Tuesday and every Thursday on Political Beatdown. And it's just such an honor to be joined by this incredible pro-democracy community here that consistently makes Political Beatdown like the top YouTube news show for the time slot in the world and sometimes the top show at this time slot in the world. So big shout out to all the beatdown brigaders. All right, let's show you exhibit A. We're going to have, I want to see your reaction to these different. And this clip, Donald Trump lies, but says, even the New York Times said that the National Archives, what they should have done, is just begged him and begged him for the documents back. The only way Nara could ever get this stuff, this back, would be, please, 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 could we have it back? And they please, because they have no... We they did ask for it. No. And they, they said, can you get the documents back? And we were told. And then they said they went to DOJ to subpoena you to get them. Which they've never done before. Right. And in well, why not just hand them over then? Because I have boxes. I want to go through the boxes and get all my personal things out. I don't want to hand that over to Nara yet. And I was very busy, as you've sort of seen. Yeah. But according to the indictment, you then tell this aide to move to other locations after telling your lawyers to say you'd fully complied with the subpoena when you hadn't. But before I send boxes over, I have to take all of my things out. These boxes were interspersed with all sorts of things. All right. Let's, let's break this bullshit down once and for all. 18 months, Donald had the documents, the boxes, all right? It has nothing to do, zero to do, with his personal stuff. I mean, it's taking my personal stuff out. It's a lie, all right? Do you know how this is going right? Right, what, playing golf? Stuffing your fucking face with another Mar-a-Lardo burger and a fucking milkshake or an ice cream cone? Really? You couldn't find time? How about go through one document, one box? No, no, he's too busy. He's busy entertaining, pretending that he's still president of the United States. In fact, more than a year, I think it was either 13 or 14, busy entertaining. 15 months. So I have to take all of my things out. These boxes were interspersed with all sorts of things. All right. Let's, let's. This is over. The subpoena when you had before I send boxes over, I have to take all of my things out. These boxes were interspersed with all sorts of things. All right, let's let's break this bullshit down 
Mm-hmm. Whereas to say you fully complied with the subpoena. No. They didn't. No. And they said, can you give the documents back? And we would talk. And then they said they went to DOJ to subpoena you to get them. Which they've never done before. Right. And in all Why not just hand them over then? Because I have the boxes. I want to go through the boxes and get all my personal things out. I don't want to hand that over to Nara yet. And I was very busy, as you've sort of seen. Yeah. But according to the indictment, you then tell this aide to move to other locations after telling your lawyers to say you've fully complied with the subpoena when you hadn't. But before I send boxes over, I have to take all of my things out. These boxes were interspersed with all sorts of things. All right. Let's let's break this bullshit down once and for all. Eighteen months, Donald had the documents, the boxes, all right? It has nothing to do, zero to do, with his personal stuff. I need it to do with my personal stuff. It's a lie, all right? Do you know how busy I am, right? What, playing golf? No. We they did ask you. No. And they said, can you give the documents back? And we would talk. And then they said they went to DOJ to subpoena you to get them. Which they've never done before. Right. And in all why not just hand them up? National secrets. Because I have the boxes, I want to go through the boxes and get all my personal things out. I don't want to hand that over to The 13 or 14 months went on before which Donald Trump even made the announcement, right, that he was going to run for the president. So what's he so busy doing? What, is he out there like, you know, like uh, Jimmy Carter did, Habitats for Humanity? Building houses? Is he out there like Barack Obama helping to raise awareness for, you know, for starvation? Is he out there like, um, you know, like, I don't know, George Bush, you know, doing charity work? The answer is no. But why is it that he didn't go through the boxes? Because he never had the intention ever to go through the boxes to give them back. The only time that he would go through the boxes would be so that he could show off something to somebody, like what he was doing with those documents um, pertaining to Iran and to nuclear and to you know uh, nuclear secrets and so on. The guy is a fucking menace. He is the single most dangerous individual right now in the United States. When a fucking menace, he, he charity work that he did like society charity work the answer is no but why is it that he didn't go through the boxes because he never had the intention ever to go through the boxes to give them back the only time that he would go through the boxes would be so that he could show off something to somebody like when he was with those documents um, pertaining to Iran and to nuclear and to you know, uh, nuclear secret states when it comes to our national security. Make no bones about it. Look, I have a lot of gripes with a lot of people, including Bill Barr, for example, who for some unknown reason seems to be, at least on CNN, getting the best.
going on television uh, or even like I think it was CBS or ABC going on television and trying to become welcomed back into polite society. No, no, no. Why are we not holding him in front of a hearing? So my point again is Phil Barr knew what was there. Everybody knew what was there. Donald Trump knew what was there. He had no intention on returning anything. As I said, going back now over eight, nine months when they first went ahead and uh, started asking for the documents and they asked if it was on Nicole Wallace on MSNBC first and Ari Melba, then Reverend Allen and so on. And I said the same thing that I'm going to say right now. Donald Trump intended to use those documents for personal gain. He was going to use them as a get-out-of-jail-free card, and he was going to use them to extort the country to ensure that his ass never sees, you know, the day um, where he's locked up or something like that. But to extort the country to ensure... <laughs> started asking yes. going on television uh, or even like I think it was CBS or ABC. No, no, no. Why are we not holding him in front of a hearing? So my point again is Phil Barr knew what was there. Everybody knew what was there. Donald Trump knew what was there. He had no intention on returning anything. As I said, going back now over eight, nine, anything. As a Everybody knew what was there. Donald Trump knew what was there. He had no intention on returning anything. As I said, going back now over eight, nine months, when they first went ahead and uh, started asking for the documents, and they asked if it was on Nicole Wallace, on MSNBC first, and Ari Melba, then Reverend Allen. So on. And I said the same thing that I'm going to say right now. Donald Trump intended to use those documents for personal. Game. He was going to use them as a get out of jail free card, and he was going to use them to extort the country. ensure that his ass never sees, you know, the day um, where he's locked up or something like that. There is, rest assured, there is nothing that he was planning on doing with those documents other than to benefit himself. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I'm going to show you now that Donald Trump had no intent to ever return these documents and that he just was always going to. Everybody knew what was there. Donald Trump knew what was there. He had no intention on returning anything. As I said, going back now over eight, nine months when they first went ahead and uh, started asking for the documents, and they asked if it was on Nicole Wallace, on MSNBC first, and Ari Melba, then Reverend Allen, and so on. And I said the same thing that I'm going to say right now, or something like that. There is, rest assured, there is nothing that he was planning on doing with those documents other than to benefit himself. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I'm going to show you now that Donald Trump had no intent to ever return these documents and that he just was always going to keep it for himself. Let's play Exhibit B, where Donald Trump says in his own words he had every right to keep the documents. 
garage for years where it was very seriously classified. I have every right to have those boxes. This is purely a Presidential Records Act. This is not a criminal thing. In fact, the New York Times of all had a story just the other day that the only way NARA could ever get this stuff, this back, would be please, 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 could we have it back? And they please, because they have no... Please, please, please. This back. It's not a criminal thing. In fact, the, to have those boxes. This is classified. I have every right. I have every right. I have every right to have those boxes. This is purely a Presidential Records Act. This is not a criminal thing. In fact, the New York Times of all had a story just the other day that the only way Nary could ever get this stuff, this back, would be please, please, ever get this, that the only way Nary could ever get this, the only way Nary could ever get this stuff, this back, would be please, 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 ask for it. I want to show you. The only way, they did ask. The only way Nary could ever get this stuff, this back, would be please, 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 could we have it back? And they asked for it. Because they have no, we were talking. They did ask for it. No. No. The only way Nary could ever get this stuff, this back, would be please, 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 could we have it back? And they asked for it. Because they have no, we were talking. They did ask for it. No. The only way Nary could ever get this stuff, this back, would be please, 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 could we have it back? And they asked for it. Because they have no. We were talking. They did ask for it. No. The only way Nary could ever. This stuff, this back, would be please, 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 could we have it back? Please, please. They did ask for it. No. The only way Nary could ever get this stuff, this back, would be please, 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 could we have it back? And they asked for it. Because they have no. They did ask for it. No. The only way Nary could ever get this stuff, this back, Michael Cohen, you mentioned Bill Barr. He has been doing these interviews, and on these interviews, he's been saying that uh, Donald Trump clearly violated the law uh, when he took these records. He's been saying that Donald Trump's claim that the Presidential Records Act says that he could uh, take whatever he wants and declassify anything in his mind is simply not what the Presidential Records Act says, which is an incontrovertible truth, and uh, Bill Barr has said that it's just utterly preposterous and idiotic, and in fact it's as idiotic as Donald Trump claiming that the former uh, vice president, when he was vice president, Mike Pence, could simply 
just declare Donald Trump the winner under the 12th Amendment, which she couldn't do. But just think about it. For all of the crimes that Bill Barr covered up for Donald Trump and aided and abetted, Bill Barr right now in Trump MAGA world is considered to be a rhino, Marxist, communist. Play this clip, Exhibit C, of Donald Trump attacking his own former attorney general who covered up all of his crimes. And by the way, when Bill Barr, who's, you know, a coward, Bill Barr was a coward. Bill Barr didn't do what he was supposed to do. I fired him, and he has... This man is still walking around free, spewing hate and inciting violence. Exclamation point. Traitor and terrorist. And that's okay because some people do. He says some people loved me very much. He didn't resign. I, I asked him to give me a letter immediately because he didn't have the courage to go after so many different things. And you and I have discussed it before. But he was a coward, and he obviously doesn't like me too much. And there are a lot of people that don't, and there are a lot of people that feel just the opposite. Specific. What do you think about that call when you see that? I mean, like clearly, you know, and rightfully so, you despise him. Disgruntled. I mean, these are all the things. How do you how do you argue? Well, why doesn't Bill Barr come up and turn around and say, you know what? I gotta be honest with you. There's some things, there's some shady shit that you asked me to do, Donald. Just start with my case. An unconstitutional remand back to prison, putting me back in for another 15 days in solitary confinement, simply because that's what Donald told them to do. So why doesn't he come forward? Could you imagine that the guy broke, I mean, the guy just shredded the Constitution, the First Amendment, because he was afraid that the book was going to be critical of him, and he wanted to teach not just me a lesson, but anybody else that would dare to, you know, uh, to oppose him, to oppose the king, the Fuhrer, the monarch, the supreme leader. Well, now you're going to get locked up. That shit you see going on right now in Russia, it's the same shit you see going on in North Korea or Saudi Arabia or you know, any of the other autocratic countries. That's what Donald Trump's personality, mentality, and ideology is all about. And you know what? Bill Barr needs to come forward. He needs to come clean. And he needs to spill the truth. He needs to say the things. He needs to take responsibility for what he did. He doesn't have the right 
to sit there arms crossed, you know, the whole nine yards, saying, well, you told Donald that he didn't win the election. Oh, thank you very much, Bill Clark. Thank you very much. You know what? Uh, good. That's very good. And then uh, his next one is, you know, I told Donald, I think Donald is, you know, um, up shit's creek uh, without a paddle because he mishandled documents that were classified and he knew better and we all told him and stuff. Okay, that's great, Bill Clark. All right, that's fantastic. You know what? In all fairness, as we do with every political beatdown, fuck you, Bill. All right? How about that one? Fuck you to the moon, you asshole. Because at the end of the day, come fucking clean. Why don't you turn around and take responsibility for the shady shit that you did at the direction of, in coordination with, and for the benefit of Donald J. Trump. Come clean. Then you have a right to be invited back to polite society. Other than that, if you refuse to do it, fuck out of here. Go somewhere to the mountains. Go live by yourself up in the hills. Nobody wants to hear from you. Nobody should want to see you. You're a fucking traitor if you don't turn around and you don't come clean for the shit that Donald had you do to people like myself and others. Exhibit D, let's show you right now. This is where Donald Trump does the Goebbels accuse, <laughs> accuse the other of that which you did. This is the... Well, what about Biden? And Brett Baer fact checks him. And Brett Baer says, okay, it's different when it comes to President Biden and former Vice President Pence. They turned over the boxes when asked. Play this clip. Belabor this. No, Belabor this. But when I you look at this, get to the other specific. presidents, when they leave, they take the papers. They have thousands and thousands. Obama had it, Nixon had it. Carter had Their it, the Bushes had These it. are super sensitive national security oh, documents. I'm sure, I'm sure, All right, so here, I'm sure you'll see is, real super sensitive that Biden has, because Biden has far more than anybody's ever kept. And he turned them over when asked. No, he but, didn't. But he that's, still that's hasn't he given the 1,850 boxes that stored at the University of Delaware. In fact, they're fighting them in court, right. and they're fighting them. And but he the opened boxes, up for them to look at. It. Excuse me. The boxes from Chinatown, he didn't turn them over. He sent them up to his lawyer in Boston to look at before they handed them over. And there are special counsel that's looking at that, and we'll see what comes well, out of it. But I do want to just you can imagine. This. I don't want to dwell on it. But according to the... And I'll show you this clip as well. This is Donald Trump talking about the recordings of him. And, you know, there, Donald Trump's recorded amendments for July of 2021. What is this shit about 1,850 boxes? Military plans, like... University of Delaware. Highly classified, the most sensitive military plans, and he's on audio recording. Who's recording him? Okay, y'all still there, right? Let's look it up. Let's look it up. Okay, real quick. Okay. 
claims misrepresent 1850 boxes of Biden documents at Delaware University. Um, claim President Joe Biden withheld 1850 boxes of classified documents from his time as vice president. Claimed by social media users. False. Fact checked by CNN. Fact checked. Trump's baseless 1850 boxes attacks on Biden's illegal and normal. In the weeks before Donald Trump was indicted over his alleged mishandling of classified defense documents. Um, the former president kept arguing that it would be unfair to prosecute him given that Joe Biden took 1850 boxes documents to the University of Delaware. Trump used the words 1850 boxes three times at a CNN town hall in May, adding two references to 1800 boxes for good measure. Trump made similar comments on Thursday after learning he was being indicted by the federal grand jury, posting on social media that Joe Biden's 1850 boxes at the University of Delaware. Uh, baseless collection of do donated documents is from Biden's 36 tenure, year tenure as a U.S. Senator for Delaware. Unlike presidents who are subject to the Presidential Records Act, senators own their offices, documents, and can do whatever they want with them. Donate them to colleges, keep them at their homes. Those are, okay, so it's his it's political beatdown part two. I just said that uh, I just debunked. I just looked up this false claim of 1850 Biden boxes at the University of Delaware. They keeps talking about those are from Biden's time as a senator, and there are no statutes regarding the, those boxes. He can do whatever the hell he wants to with them. They are his property. He can donate them. Another BS Trump claim debunked by CNN, AP, and others. I said, what is this BS about 1815 boxes at the University of Delaware? Is old Diaper Don just making up that number? This, I said, this is absolutely outrageous. A psychopathic traitor and terrorist still allowed to run free. Who trusts Trump? Is doing the recording. And he's saying things like, doesn't this make me better than chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Mark Milley? Like, Aren't I the winner here? Look, 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 look at what the plans are. You can see the plans. This is how we're going to attack. And then Donald Trump says, well, I didn't declassify these documents. I don't have the power to declassify them anymore. Oops. Here, play the clip, though, when Brett Baer talks about that incident from Bedminster in July of 2021. Play the clip. I don't want to dwell on it, but according to the indictment, you were here at Bedminster on July 21st, 2021, after you're no longer president, and you were recorded saying that you had a document detailing a plan of attack on another country that was prepared by the U.S. military for you when you were president, the Iran attack plan. You remember that? Ready? You were recorded. It wasn't a document. Okay. I had lots of paper. I had copies of newspaper articles. I had copies of magazines. I know. This I is specifically a quote. You're quoted on the recording saying the document was secret, adding that you could have declassified it while you were president, but quote, now I can't. You know, this is still secret, highly confidential. And the indictment cites the recording and the testimony from people in the room saying you showed it to people there that day. So you say on this, on tape, it says just the opposite. That you can't and, declassify. And 
Supervisor, so why have it? What I said, what I said that I couldn't declassify it now, that's because I wasn't president. I, I never made any bones about that. When I'm not president, I can't declassify it. That's what you said. You didn't said declassify it. I said, no, no. I said I couldn't declassify it. could have that wasn't a document. It. Brett, there was no document. That was a massive amount of papers and everything else talking about Iran and other things. And it may have been held up or may not, but that was not a document. I didn't have a document per se. There was nothing to declassify. These were newspaper stories, magazine stories, and articles. I'm just saying what the indictment says. Well, they, the recording people, and the look, people in the room who these testified. These people are very dishonest people. They're thugs. They're thugs. If you look at what they've done to other people, what they've done to, and overturned in the U.S. Supreme Court, these are thugs. These the suggestion was people. that you wanted this as evidence that the military, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs, General Milley, had preemptively sent you plans for a possible attack on Iran and that you didn't order that to happen. That's the suggestion. I never ordered it to happen, no. But no. that's why you wanted the document. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen a document from Milley. Milley, frankly, was incompetent. The last one I'd want to attack with as my leader would be Milley. That I can tell you. All right, last thing on this. I mean, can you imagine the chutzpah that this guy has? I mean, there's not an ounce of truth anywhere in that pound of bullshit that he's trying to serve up to the American people, that he's trying to, which is why he's constantly over-talking Brett in it. Well, Brett is now putting his ass to the fire. He doesn't like it because he has no response. His response is plain and utter bullshit. He knows that everybody knows it's bullshit. And what he wants Brett to do is something like what Hannity would do. Oh, okay, Donald, let's move on because you're fucking that lineup. So let's just move on to something that maybe you're going to get right here. He's automatically attacking Joe Biden. Oh, Biden had more. Biden had this. How would he know? Is he receiving um, you know, classified information briefings? The answer is no. In fact, when he was president, he didn't even take too many of the meetings. He let boy blunder. Jared, you know, Bin Lion Kushner, you know, he you know, he let him take, you know, all that stuff, despite the fact he didn't even have the proper clearance for it, and he couldn't even get the proper clearance for it. I mean, is this really what 70 million people who had previously voted for Trump won. You want a fucked up government that runs its own way, that they just do things the way that they want, that it's everything has to fly, you know, from the cuff, that there is no, you know, conformity to old rules, standards, procedures, or anything. Nah, it's a, I can do this. I can't do this. I want to do this. I'm going to do what it's whatever comes to his mind. Yes, yeah, sure. No problem. I'm going to do it. And if this person doesn't like it, no problem. Let's just, you know, let's hang him from the gallows in front of the Capitol. I mean, that's what we're going to end up getting. If in fact we see another Trump administration, this is very scary stuff. Which, again, it's why we always say to the brigaders on every single show and on any time I have an opportunity to do it, almost like a public service announcement, you got to vote. You have to vote. And we have to vote blue and we have to make sure that the next door neighbor and the family and the friends and I do this every single episode. And I'm sorry to be repetitive. I cannot tell you how important it is for all of us to ensure that our vote counts regardless of where you live. Your vote counts and it is imperative for the future of this country, for democracy, that we do not allow Donald Trump, forget about to retake the Oval Office. He shouldn't even be allowed to stand in front of the White House. In fact, let me go one step even further. He shouldn't even be allowed in the District of Columbia. 
First off, the Jared Bin Lion Kushner name is a pure work of brilliance. And it also reminded me, too, how a commentator on the right wing network who is a major Trump supporter, like Bin Laden, one of Bin Laden's nieces is like a major Republican influencer. And whenever they put her on these like right wing networks that I watch just to make sure I'm exposing what the ridiculousness is going on, they're like, we have Osama Bin Laden's niece right here. And I forget, I forget what her name is. And they have a Bin Laden Trump supporter talking about, you know, all the right wing conspiracy theories about Biden. And I'm like, this is legitimately the craziest freaking political part. They are they are insane people. Like what in the world is going on? But Jared Bin Lion Kushner, fantastic. Second, you know, you noticed how what Trump said at the beginning of the clip, like Brett Baer asked him a question. And then Donald Trump's response was, ready? Who responds to a question like, you ready to watch me perform? Ready? Watch what I'm about. <laughs> Which is always one of his tells that he's like, you, you, you ready, Cohen? You know, another, ben, you know what another tell is? When he says, I spoke to a lot of really, I spoke to a lot of really smart people. All right. I spoke to a lot of really smart people who say, by the way, Salty, do you have my, my tweet, the one that shows Jared been lying? I think people would truly appreciate all right. Well, but before out. before he does that, though, we'll we'll tease with that. And I, and I do want to say one, one quick thing, though, as well, which is a lot of people in the YouTube chat may be seeing the Jack Smith emojis and the legal AF emojis and the Midas touch badges. And you may be wondering how you can do that on the bottom right of the YouTube. You'll see a dollar sign. If you become a member of the YouTube channel, which is different than the Patreon, but if you become a member of the YouTube channel of the Midas Touch Network, it uh, unlocks all of those emojis for you to use. Also, if you are already a member of the YouTube channel, you can give gifts of memberships to people. And if you would like to receive a gift, you can basically hit that dollar sign and there's a feature there that says you'd like to receive the gift. This is how we could kind of spread the emojis and the Midas Touch badges. It's one of the way we don't have outside investors, so that's one of the ways we fund this network, as well as through some great ads from some of our pro-democracy sponsors. But we've got a lot more show for all of you, but let's take a quick break. Ben Mycel is here. Did you know that your temperature at night can have one of the greatest impacts on your sleep quality? If you wake up too hot or too cold, I highly recommend you check out Miracle Made's bed sheets. Inspired by NASA, Miracle Made uses silver-infused fabrics and makes temperature-regulating bedding so you can sleep at the perfect temperature all night long. Using silver-infused fabrics originally inspired by NASA, Miracle Made sheets are thermoregulating and designed to keep you at the perfect temperature all night long so you get better sleep every night. These sheets are infused with silver that prevent up to 99.7% of bacterial growth, leaving them to stay cleaner and fresh three times longer than other sheets. No more gross odors. And get this, Miracle Sheets are luxurious to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40%. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash beat to treat yourself. Thank you, Miracle Made, for sponsoring this episode. 
We are back here on political beatdown. I am making the executive decision to veto showing your Jared Bin Lion photograph. Um, but if people want, if people Second. want to see it, Second. they can go to we Michael go to Cohen's. They can go to my Twitter to, account. They can, they can go to Michael Cohen's Twitter account, and you can check it out. Executive executive standards uh, <laughs> standards call right there. All right. Let's go through the more exhibits of what the ridiculous things Donald Trump said that were confessions. And here in this exhibit F, if you will, um, well, the whole interview was an F for Donald Trump. But in exhibit F, Donald Trump says that the DOJ could be um, what really could be happening here is that the DOJ stuffing the boxes and planting things in there. Let's play the clip. Fought in the courts. It's already been fought. All right. There's a decision strongly that you can keep but i wouldn't have kept but they raided my house they came in and raided we were discussing having very good discussions with nara a radical left group by the way and all of a sudden my house got raided do you know if you still have any highly sensitive government documents no, I, I don't have anything no okay. they, but what i'm concerned about they took everything right i don't know what they took they could be stuffing it. I don't know what they put in there. And we wanted to be there when they were taking. They wouldn't let anybody in the room. They've never treated a president like this. And that's fair for you to point out. I guess what this points to is this recording where you said you could have declassified it when you were president. You didn't. No, no, so I it's still classified. when I was president, but there's no document there. Those were newspaper articles. Okay. They were copies of articles and magazines. There was no document there. And I couldn't have done it after I was out. This is Cohen did I mean, when you knew Donald Trump. Did he sniff like that? Was is this sniffing a new nervous thing? Did you notice he would sniff? No, no, it's not. He has he has terrible, terrible allergies. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, you know, he he sniffs Adderall and all that. It's not it's not true. He has just bad allergies, and it's just, he he's been doing. If you go back and you watch old shows like The Apprentice of him and so on, he does it there as well. Uh, the only thing is, you know, with The Apprentice, his entire lines were basically, you know, and I don't mean like those type of lines. I'm talking about like verbiage, you know, usually lasted less than 60 seconds. So you would occasionally have him sniffing here as he keeps going on and on for this hour long interview. Um, you know, this is just he would sniffle like that uh, all the time. Why? I don't know. But I really want to dissect what this fucking ass clown just went ahead and, you know, and released. First of all, what do you mean that you strongly, I mean, it's not even the right type of an adverb to use, you know, for what the hell he's talking about. You know, I don't believe it strongly. I mean, it's, it's just, again, his, his, um, usage of the, or command of the English language is so infantile, but Let's get even past the infantile language. It's not his house. In fact, I don't even know how he manages to live there, considering Palm Beach rules and regulations. What he agreed to many years ago when they converted what was uh, Marjorie Merriweather Post's home, when it was converted into a club, which is what it is. It is a social club. Not your home, Donald. It is a social club with memberships. In fact, it's the membership that pays for the real estate tax. It pays for the upkeep, the maintenance. You don't pay shit. 
that's the crazy thing. So they did not raid your home. They raided your club. Let's just start with getting the the easiest thing under control. Second of all, you did not, like others, return when it was requested. In fact, he went out of his way to prevent the government from recapturing documents that don't belong to him. Right. I mean, it is beyond it's beyond imaginable that there's still so many people that are so knee deep into this fucking dumpster fire of a cult. There's nothing that comes out of his mouth that is true. There's nothing that comes out of his mouth that's honest. There's nothing that comes out of his mouth that is redeeming. The guy is talking about, you know, creating war with Iran. Who knows what Jared took? Who knows what Don Jr. took? I don't know if you saw this speaking about Don Jr. He's supposed to go to Australia to give a speech. There's like 1,500 people signed a petition to government asking for them to revoke Don Jr.'s visa to come to, um, you know, to come to, what is it, Scotland or Ireland? It's one of the two. I think it's Ireland. I mean, they want to revoke his visa to come there for that speech because he does nothing but promote white supremacy and racism. You know, if, if you go back to and you read that transcript. Sorry, you know what? My mistake there. It's not Ireland and it's not Scotland. It's Australia. I don't, it's, yeah, it's Australia. My mistake. I mean, um, I know that Scotland and Ireland wanted to revoke Donald's uh, visa when he was going there, despite the fact that he has his own. Uh, he's got three properties there. So, yeah, no, with Don Jr., it's Australia. And good for them. Good for the Australians. You know, I, I have paragraph 34, and I haven't sent it to Salty, so yeah, that's why we're not going to pull it up right the second. Because I, I just, as you were talking about that, I went through the indictment. Um, and then on paragraph 34, it talks about when Trump shows these war plans about uh, a potential attack on Iran if Iran engaged in certain hostile uh, conduct. So Donald Trump is speaking to these writers who are ghostwriting for Mark Meadows. And Donald Trump doesn't even know uh, who these ghostwriters are. He met him for the first time. Like, they're random people who are meeting him in Bedminster who are writing a book for Mark Meadows. And the very first moment Donald Trump sees these people, this is paragraph 34, paragraph 34, upon greeting the writer, publisher, and his two staff members, Trump stated, look what I found. This was General Mark Milley's plan of attack. Read it and just show. It's interesting. And then Trump goes, well, with Mark Milley, uh, let me see. I'll show you an example. He said that I wanted to attack Iran. Isn't it amazing? I have a big pile of papers. This thing just came up. Look, this was him. They presented me with this. This is off the record, but... They presented me with this. This was him. This was the Defense Department and him. And then this random writer's like, wow. And then Trump's like, we looked at some. This was him. This wasn't done by me. This was him. All sorts of stuff. Pages long. And then one of the staffers that's there with Donald Trump goes, mm-hmm. 
And then Trump goes, wait a minute, let's see here. And then the, st- and then the staffer laughs and goes, <laughs> yeah. And then Trump goes, I just found it. Isn't that amazing? This totally wins my case, you know. And then the staffer goes, uh-huh. And then Trump goes, except it is like highly confidential. And then the staffer goes, yeah. <laughs> and then Trump goes, secret. This is secret information. Look, look at it. This is secret. You attack and and I could go on and on and on. But that's what he's showing to random strangers. Okay. And we know about that incident because it's on recording. But think about all of the other incidents that we don't know of because they're not recorded. Special counsel Jack Smith probably knows about a bunch of others. He's keeping in his pocket that Trump's about to get over in uh, discovery there. Um, But you saw um, Judge Eileen Cannon, after Bruce Reinhart was referred the motion, entered the protective order motion in the federal case brought by special counsel Jack Smith against uh, against Trump. She made the right ruling there, Eileen Cannon, referring it to Magistrate Judge Bruce Reinhart. I'm not trying to give her a lot of credit for following the basic law there, but ruling one followed the basic law. Protective order entered. Jack Smith wanted that protective order right away to get those documents to Donald Trump immediately, all the non-classified but still confidential documents to Trump's lawyers. Why? Jack Smith wants to move this case along, wants the speedy trial. Donald Trump can't talk about any of the documents that are produced in discovery in public. It's subject to uh, contempt and criminal sanctions and contempt if he talks about it. And Donald Trump can't look at the documents outside of the presence of his lawyers. Trump can't take notes about those documents. So order number one by Judge Eileen Cannon was the correct order. And then she set the speedy trial date of August 14th of uh, 2023. That's this summer, folks. And I wouldn't, though, say that this trial is definitely happening. It's probably not likely to happen on that date. But under a law called the Speedy Trial Act of 1974, a federal judge is required to set the trial date within 70 days from the date of either the later of the indictment or the first appearance, the arraignment. So Judge Eileen Cannon, though, followed 18 U.S.C. Section 3161, Subdivision A and Subdivision C1, set the speedy trial date. But as of right now, there is a trial date set for August 14, 2023. The key provision, though, from the judge's trial order was paragraph 10, which deals with requests for continuances, specifically under the Classified Information Procedures Act. SEPA, we're going to hear a lot about SEPA and then the handling of classified information. And um, in addition to that, on the first page of the scheduling order, too, the judge also said subject to any continuances or requests and extensions and motions that are being filed. She set some mid-July date as the pretrial motion date, um, but I think we'll see motions for continuances, um, motions to dismiss that are going to be filed by Trump. But in any event, it's fair to say that uh, she made the correct orders, though, at least the first two orders. Yeah, I, I, she most certainly, She most certainly did. Yeah, you're 100% correct, Ben. She most certainly did. Look, I want to also say this um, as it relates to the ridiculous uh, $500 million lawsuit that Donald filed against me that um, so many of you have been so you know helpful in helping to support. Tomorrow, 
he's supposed to come in for a deposition. I guarantee you, at some time today, maybe at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, I'm certain his counsel will put in a you know petition uh, in order to you know prevent uh, some protective order uh, in order to delay because that's all that he's going to do. So I'm with you on that one, Ben. I don't believe that there's going to be a trial in August on this. Uh, you know everything that they can do in order to delay. I, I may have told you that, you know, one of the things they don't want is any of the documents in regard to this $500 million lawsuit to be released. They want to basically put a gag order on it. And not only that, um, Brito, his counsel there in Florida, uh, he turned around and he said, well, I don't want the deposition to be within, say, 90 days. He wants it 90 days post the election. So he wants to put the entire case off for like a year and a half. I mean, it's Colin, truly I, I, crazy. I, I, I want to make sure I have this right, though, because, you know, you, you're kind of burying the big news at towards the end of the show here. So you've set Donald Trump's deposition in the $500 million case he's brought against you in the Southern District of Florida, Miami Division, for tomorrow, which is June 21st. As of this live recording, though, um, Donald Trump's lawyer has not filed any motion for a protective order and has not filed any objection one if day. He has, I have, if he has, I have not received it yet from my counsel. I'm sure that oh. we will, because that's what I know he's going to do. Got it. But but as of right now, you're unaware of any objection that he's raised. But as of at least right now, Trump's deposition in the case would be set for June 21st, properly noticed. And at, at this point, we're waiting to see if Donald Trump will object to that. His lawyer has verbally told your lawyers in the past that Trump doesn't want any discovery, even though Trump freaking brought the lawsuit. Trump no, doesn't want any dis the discovery, but he doesn't want the depositions to be done until 90 days post the election. For a case that he brought, just no, basically whatever he wants. He wants discovery of you, but he can't sit for a deposition. Is he not the king? Does the king, the Fuhrer, the monarch, the supreme leader, the dictator, do they not get what they want, when they want it, how they want it? Well, clearly here's something that he's learning. The answer to that is fuck no and accountability, right? And that, most importantly, I'm going to use the Democratic line, no one is above the law. That's the pro-democracy line right there. So, folks, breaking news that Michael Cohen has set Donald Trump's deposition for June 21st of 2023. We're waiting yeah. to see Donald Trump's response. You heard that right. first here on Political Beatdown. And I do want to touch upon this because it, it is news and we have to cover everything here. Um, and this is something that we cover, which is the fact that uh, President Biden's son, Hunter Biden, earlier in the day, we learned reached a tentative agreement with federal prosecutors to plead guilty to two minor tax crimes and admit to the facts of a gun charge um, as part of a diversionary program. He's not expected to serve any jail time, just have probation based on these crimes, these two misdemeanor tax charges for failure to pay in 2017 and 2018 uh, taxes. Uh, the United States attorney on this case from Delaware was was and is a Republican appointed by uh, Donald Trump back in 2018. Uh, it is highly unusual for a new president like President Biden to keep 
a former United States attorney on. Usually, you basically fire all the other United States attorneys who are the lead prosecutors of the different district divisions where the Department of Justice has offices, and they replace them with their own staff of United States attorneys. But Biden left Trump's prosecutor to continue the investigation. And this is what Trump's prosecutor, after doing the investigation, concluded. And in a letter earlier in the day, said you one thing, I wish I had that prosecutor, you know, uh, (laughs) instead of uh, Tom McKay and Nicholas Roos, you know, I wish I, I wish I had those prosecutors, you know, onto the case. You know, something that people I talked about in my book, Revenge. <laughs> Resignations from all Trump judgments. Uh, who were unqualified anyway. omission even before sentencing and I got absolutely no credit for that either which again is why I'm so furious with you know the Southern District of New York with you know Nick Roos every single time I tried to do something where I can get a second or if any minute or if any hour of them I said as your president I would demand all Trump appointed judges resign including his Supreme Court justices who are totally unqualified and also, I looked up this false claim of 1,850 Biden boxes at the University of Delaware. Those are from his time as senator, and there are no statutes regarding those boxes. He can do whatever he wants with them. Congress members can do whatever they want with them. They are his. He can donate them, etc. Another BS Trump claim defunct by CNN, AP, and others. The day of any month of the year of benefit or credit all the things that I have done so far, right? Just leave me be. I mean, here I actually have to let them know if I'm going to be sleeping outside uh, of, you know, New York City. It's just wrong. I mean, that's all I can say. It's just wrong. And maybe next week I'm going to put out Damien Williams' address and ask all our brigaders to send them a letter. Just drop a letter in the mail. Leave Cohen alone. Team Cohen. Hashtag. We'll do a little meet and confer about right that. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll I'm team Cohen. Chris Hayes, <laughs> Chris Hayes uh-huh. uh, stated the following. He goes, if Trump had listened to his lawyers rather than fitness guru Tom Pitton, he too could have very clearly negotiated a plea that would not have resulted in prison time. And in fact, we know that Donald Trump's lawyers actually tried to... Uh, have Donald Trump enter a deal in the fall of 2022, which Trump rejected. And I like one commentator. Oops, really sorry, girl. <laughs> Just catching up on the news. So Joe Biden weaponized, politically motivated Justice Department has charged 
his own son? I'm trying to I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to understand this. And of course, all the MAGA Republicans like, this is a sweetheart deal. This is a sweetheart deal. Wow. Corrupt Biden DOJ just cleared up hundreds of years of uh, criminal liability by giving him blah, 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 blah. Like, actually, no. I mean, it, it's it's very rare that a criminal prosecution would take place for these charges as well. And it's very interesting to see Republicans wanting more jail time for uh, potential possession of firearms and uh, for tax charges. But anyway, we'll we'll leave it at that. I want to thank all of the brigaders out there for watching this. Make sure you're subscribed right now to oh, uh, Political Beatdown. Hit subscribe. Check out store.midastouch.com for Political Beatdown gear, Culpa podcast gear, um, store.midastouch.com. Check it out there. Make sure you're subscribed on the audio as well. So if you're subscribed on our YouTube, subscribe on audio. Audio subscribers, make sure you subscribe on YouTube. If you want to become a member of our YouTube, hit that dollar sign on the bottom. You can get a membership or you can gift other memberships. Also, in the description, if you want to help Michael Cohen's Legal Defense Fund, click Please. the link. We would appreciate your support. So thank you, everybody, for watching this episode of Political Beatdown. We love you, Brigaders. None of this is possible without you. Keep fighting for our democracy each and every day and it is an honor to be shoulder to shoulder with you by your side along the way special shout out to the Midas mighty What do you want to watch, girl? What do you want to watch? Huh? You want to watch something on birds, huh? You want to watch something on chickens? And some roosters? And some tiny cocks? Maybe I'll do a little search on handsome tiny cocks. <laughs> another moral lardo burger and a fucking milkshake or an ice cream cone really you couldn't find time how about go through one document one box no no he's too busy he's busy entertaining pretending I that he's still Cohen. president of the united states in fact more than a year i think it was either 13 or 14 months went on before which donald trump even made the announcement right that he was going to run for the president. So what is he so busy doing? What is he out there? Like, you know, like uh, Jimmy Carter did, Habitats for Humanity, building houses? Is he out there like Barack Obama helping to raise awareness mm -hmm. for, you know, for starvation? Is he out there like, um, you know, like, I don't know, George Bush, you know, doing charity work? The answer is no. But why is it that he didn't go through the boxes? Because he never had the intention ever to go through the mm. boxes to give them back. The only time that he would go through the boxes would be so that he could show off something to somebody, like what he was doing with those documents 
um, pertaining to Iran and to nuclear and to you know uh, nuclear secrets and so on. The guy is a fucking menace. He is the single most dangerous individual right now in the United States yep. when it comes to our national security. Make no bones about it. Look, I have a lot of gripes with a lot of people, including Bill Barr, for example, who for some unknown reason seems to be, at least on CNN, getting the hits, going on television, uh, or even like I think it was CBS or ABC, going on television and trying to become welcomed back into polite society. No, no, no. Why are we not holding him in front of a hearing? So my point again is, Bill Barr knew what was there. Everybody knew what was there. Donald Trump knew what was there. He had no intention on returning anything. As I said, going back now over eight, nine months, when they first went ahead and uh, started asking for the documents, and they asked me, it was on Nicole Wallace, on MSNBC first, and Ari Melba, then Reverend Allen, and so on. And I said the same thing that I'm going to say right now. Donald Trump intended to use those documents for personal gain. He was going to use them as a get-out-of-jail-free card, and he was going to use them to extort the country to ensure that his ass never sees, you know, the day um, where he's locked up or something like that. There is, rest assured, there is nothing that he was planning on doing with those documents other than to benefit himself. And ladies and gentlemen of the jury, going to show you now that Donald Trump had no intent to ever return these documents and that he just was always going to keep it for himself. Let's play Exhibit B, where Donald Trump says in his own words he had every right to keep the documents. ...for years where it was very seriously classified. I have every right to have those boxes. This is purely a Presidential Records Act. This is not a criminal thing. In fact, the New York Times of all had a story just the other day that the only way Nara could ever get this stuff, this back, would be please, 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 could we have it back? And they please, asked for because they have no... They did ask for it. it. No. They did ask for it. They absolutely did ask for it. I want to show you now Exhibit C. Michael Cohen, you mentioned Bill Barr. He has been doing these interviews, and on these interviews, he's been saying that um, Donald Trump clearly violated the law um, when he took these records. He's been saying that Donald Trump's claim that the Presidential Records Act says that he could uh, take whatever he wants and declassify anything in his mind is simply not what the Presidential Records Act says, which is an incontrovertible truth and uh bill barr has said that it's just utterly preposterous and idiotic and in fact it's as idiotic as donald trump claiming that the former uh vice president when he was vice president mike pence could simply uh just declare donald trump the winner under the 12th amendment which he couldn't do but just think about it for all of the crimes that bill barr covered up for donald trump and aided and abetted Bill Barr right now in Trump MAGA world is considered to be a rhino, Marxist, communist. Play this clip, Exhibit C, of Donald Trump attacking his own former attorney general who covered up all of his crimes. And by the way, when Bill Barr, who's, you know, a coward, Bill Barr was a coward. Bill Barr didn't do what he was supposed to do. I fired him, and he has great hatred, and that's okay, because some people do. And some people love me very much. He didn't resign. I, I asked him to give me a letter immediately. 
because he didn't have the courage to go after so many different things, and you and I have discussed it before, but he was a coward. And he obviously doesn't like me too much, and there are a lot of people that don't, and there are a lot of people that feel just the opposite. What do you think about that call when you see that? I mean, look, clearly, you know, and rightfully so, you despise Bill Barr. I don't know who, who doesn't, who supports our democracy. But even Donald Trump now saying Bill Barr is a coward, previously called him a gutless pig for not doing nothing. And he did the same to General Kelly, and then he did the same thing, you know, to, uh, you know, to me, and he's done the same to anybody that he determines to be disloyal, right? Or he's not sitting there and running with the Trump message. Um, all of a sudden becomes a loser, becomes a bad person, becomes a liar, becomes, you know, a disgruntled. I mean, these are all the things. How do you how do you argue? Well, why didn't Bill Barr come up and turn around and say, you know what? I gotta be honest with you. There's some things, there's some shady shit that you asked me to do, Donald, to start with my case. An unconstitutional remand back to prison, putting it back in for another 15 days in solitary confinement, simply because that's what Donald told him to do. So why doesn't he come forward? Could you imagine that the guy broke, I mean, the guy just shredded the Constitution, the First Amendment, because he was afraid that the book was going to be critical of him, and he wanted to teach not just me a lesson, but anybody else that would dare to, you know, uh, to oppose him. To oppose the king, the Fuhrer, the monarch, the supreme leader. Well, now you're going to get locked up. That shit you see going on right now in Russia, it's the same shit you see going on in North Korea or Saudi Arabia or you know, any of the other autocratic countries. That's what Donald Trump's personality, mentality, and ideology is all about. And you know what? Bill Barr needs to come forward, he needs to come clean, and he needs to spill the truth. He needs to say the things. He needs to take responsibility for what he did. He doesn't have the right to sit there, arms crossed, you know, the whole nine yards, saying, well, I told Donald that he didn't win the election. Oh, thank you very much, Joe Paul. Thank you very much. You know what? Uh, good. That's very good. And then uh, his next one is, you know, I told I think Donald is, you know, um, up shit's creek uh, without a paddle because he mishandled documents that were classified. And he knew better, and we all told him and stuff. Okay, great. That's great, Bill Barr. All right, that's fantastic. You know what? In all fairness, as we do with every political beatdown, fuck you, Bill. All right? How about that one? Fuck you, too, you asshole. Because at the end of the day, come fucking clean. Why don't you turn around and take responsibility for the shady shit that you did at the direction of, in coordination with, and for the benefit of Donald J. Trump? Come clean. Then you have a right to be invited back to polite society. Other than that, if you refuse to do it, fuck out of here. Go somewhere to the mountains. Go live by yourself up in the hills. Nobody wants to hear from you. Nobody should want to see you. You're a fucking traitor if you don't turn around and you don't come clean for the shit that Donald had you do to people like myself and others. Exhibit D, let's show you right now. This is where Donald Trump does the vocals accuse, <laughs> accuse the other of that which you did. This is the, well, what about Biden? And then Brett Baer fact checks him. And Brett Baer says, hey, it's different when it comes to President Biden. 
and former Vice President Pence. They turned over the boxes when they asked. Play this clip. When they leave, they take the papers. They have thousands and thousands. Obama had it. Nixon had it. Carter had there it. The Bushes had it. These are super sensitive national security. Uh, <clears throat> new uh, followers. I've had five new followers on TikTok. 600 followers now. I need uh, y'all to follow me on TikTok. Give me 1,000 followers on TikTok so I can go live. Following like 2,000 people. Political beat down. Who's fighting him? The boxes from Chinatown. He didn't turn them over. He sent them up to his lawyer in Boston. To look at before they handed him over. And there are special counselors looking at that, and we'll see what comes yeah, out of it. But I do want to just, you can imagine, because I don't want to dwell on it. But according to. I'll show you this clip as well. This is Donald Trump talking about the recordings of him, and, you know, there, Donald Trump's recorded at Benjamin's for July of 2021, basically showing random dudes military plans, like highly classified, the most sensitive military plans. And he's on audio recording. Who's recording him? His own aide is doing the recording. And he's saying things like, doesn't this make me better than chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Mark Milley? Like, aren't I the winner here? Look, 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 look at what the plans are. You can see the plans. This is how we were going to attack. And then Donald Trump says, well, I didn't declassify these documents. I don't have the power to declassify them anymore. Oops. By the way, um, Judge Cannon actually ordered a speedy trial date if, of August 14, 2023. That's a fucking miracle, stupid cunt. Should have recused herself. I'm Ben Micellis from the oh, Minus no. Judge Network. Federal Judge Oops. Eileen Cannon has set a trial date in special counsel Jack Smith's criminal case against Donald Trump for willful retention of national Political defense obstruction of justice. The trial date, a speedy trial date, has been set for August 14th of 2023. I repeat, the trial date for Donald Trump based on Judge Eileen Cannon's current order is set for this summer, August 14th, Unbelievable. 2023. Unbelievable.
what the Sixth Amendment requires and why there is a Speedy Trial Act. Let's go into <coughs> Judge Eileen Cannon's order to understand the intricacies there that may cause some delay. Specifically, I want to refer to paragraph 10 in Judge Eileen Cannon's trial order setting the trial date for August 14th. But first, let's start with the Sixth Amendment of the United States Constitution. It states that all criminal prosecutions, in all criminal prosecutions, the accused shall enjoy the right to a speedy and public trial by an impartial jury of the state and district wherein the crime shall have been committed, which district shall have been previously ascertained by law, and to be informed of the nature and cause of the accusation, to be confronted with the witness against him, witnesses against him, to have compulsory process for obtaining witnesses in his favor, and to have the assistance of counsel for his defense. So there are a lot of rights in there. The one relevant for the speedy trial order is right there in the first sentence. In all criminal prosecutions, the accused, in this case criminal defendant Donald Trump, shall enjoy the right to a speedy trial. So there is a law called the Speedy Trial Act of 1974, which is codified in 18 U.S. Code, Section 3161, which addresses the Sixth Amendment's right to a speedy trial, and it states the following. Subsection A, in any case involving a defendant charged with an offense, the appropriate judicial officer at the earliest practicable time shall, after consultation with the counsel for the defendant and the attorney for the government, set the case for trial on a day certain or list it for trial on a weekly or other short-term trial calendar at a place within the judicial district so as to assure a speedy trial. So Judge Eileen Cannon, after uh, the arraignment was held last week before a magistrate judge, Judge Eileen Cannon, the federal judge presiding over the case, has now set the trial date in the trial order I just referenced. Let's go to subsection C of 18 U.S. Code section 3161, the Speedy Trial Act. C1 states the following. In any case in which a plea of not guilty is entered, and here Donald Trump pled not guilty, the trial of a defendant charged in an information or indictment with the commission of an offense shall commence within 70 days from the filing and making public of the information or indictment or from the date the defendant has appeared before a judicial officer of the court in which such charge is pending, whichever date last occurs. If a defendant consents in writing to be tried before a magistrate judge on a complaint, the trial shall commence within 70 days from the date of such consent. And here, uh, Judge Eileen Cannon in setting the trial date pursuant to 18 U.S. Code, Section 3161, has set the speedy trial date for August 14th pursuant to the law um, within 70 days of when Donald Trump was indicted, when Donald Trump appeared for uh, his arraignment as well. Um, so Judge Eileen Cannon there is simply following the law. I don't want to overstate or sensationalize this story and say Judge Eileen Cannon went above and beyond to set 
an early trial date, and wow, Judge Eileen Cannon here is Shocker. completely the she opposite of what she law. was doing before. Um, that's not necessarily the case. Here she's um, doing what she's supposed to do pursuant to 18 U.S. Code Section 3161, but it is notable, right, that she is following the law. She's not on her own, sua sponte, as, as it's called in the legal profession, um, making orders like she did, though, last summer, saying trial's going to be a year from now, or we all need to meet and confer because I have a lot of concerns about this case. No, she did what she's supposed to do, and her first two orders thus far have done what the, she's done what she's supposed to do. Number one, she referred the protective order that was submitted by Special Counsel Jack Smith to the magistrate judge, Bruce Reinhardt, who entered the protective order, which precludes Donald Trump from sharing uh, the confidential... said she's wrong that Trump will enjoy the speedy trial. <laughs> no, that is the rest of the country who will enjoy the speedy trial. No, that's the rest of the country who will enjoy a speedy trial. Speedy trial. He will hate that. Kurds are talking about it or even looking at it outside the presence of his lawyer. She referred that uh, to the magistrate judge, made the right call. And here, she appropriately entered an order pursuant to the Speedy Trial Act, which you now know is 18 U.S. Code. Said Trump, I mean Diaper Don, will definitely not enjoy, uh, definitely not enjoy the speedy trial, ha ha ha, shocker, Judge Cannon actually made a lawful decision for a change. Follow for 24-7. How come it always says fallout? Fall yeah, follow. Follow. 24-7 and Diamond Watch updates. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Shocker. Judge Cannon made a lawful decision.
Lock him up. Hashtag lock him up. Lock. Do your damn job, Justice Department. The Justice Department. Do your damn job. Do your damn job. But she's wrong. Trump. Trump, I mean, diapered on. Won't enjoy a speedy trial. Won't enjoy a speedy trial. He hates, he'll hate that shit. He'll hate that shit. What the fucking, who? It's rest of the country. Cool and joyous. Cool. Cool and joy. Trial of this fucking terrorist and thief. Joy, speedy trial of, the, of this fucking terrorist and thief. Lock him up. Justice Department, do your damn job. He's toast. Exciting. He's so fresh. Section 3161, which interprets He's the Sixth Amendment toast. of the United States Constitution right to a speedy trial, and she entered her trial order setting the trial date, um, August 14th of 2023, this summer. So let's pull up this order, though. Let's go through the order as well, just so you can see what one of these trial orders look like. But I'm going to direct your attention to the key provision right away. And then we can look at the order uh, holistically. But here it is. Let's take a quick break to talk about our next partner, Z Biotics. Now, if you're like me, you've probably skipped a workout because of drinks the night before. <laughs> like, it happens. <laughs> if you're committed to your healthy routine, you need Z Biotics. Z Biotics pre alcohol. I like that. That sounds like a title for something. Let's not and say probiotic. we did. It was invented by PhD scientists to tackle rough mornings at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Z-Biotics, for sponsoring this episode. Um, United States of America versus Donald Trump. And then you see uh, the defendant there is a footnote. Defendant Walty Nauta is scheduled to be arraigned on June 27th, 2023. That's important because you now know under the Speedy Trial Act, Walt Nauta would have his trial set 70 days from that arraignment. 
Yeah. Okay, it says omnibus order setting trial date and establishing pre-trial instructions and sentencing procedures. This case, this is Judge Eileen Cannon's order. This case is hereby set for a criminal jury trial during the two-week period commencing August 14th, 2023, or as soon thereafter as the case may be called. A calendar call will be held at 1.45 p.m. on August 8th, 2023, all hearings will be held in the Alto Lee Adams United States Courthouse, list the address, with modifications to be made as necessary as this matter proceeds. Any testing of electronic equipment to be used at trial must take place at calendar call. To that end, the parties are directed to bring the calendar call any equipment intended for use at trial. All pre-trial motions... Mm, toast. And motions eliminate must be filed by July 24th, 2023. Absent leave of court, each party is limited to filing one motion eliminate. If there is more than one defendant, defendant shall file a combined motion unless a clear conflict of position exists, in which case the party shall explain the conflict in their individual motions. So what the court is saying is that the pre-trial motions and the motions in limine, and motion in limines are just motions to exclude certain evidence at trial because maybe the evidence isn't relevant or that the evidence is too prejudicial um, or its probative value is outweighed by its prejudicial uh, impact that it would have. Um, or some other statutory reasons why certain evidence may lead to confusion. That's what a motion in limine is, a pre-trial motion to exclude. But there are lots of other pre-trial motions, like motions to dismiss. Um, and so that is an important date right there because one of the things that undoubtedly Donald Trump's lawyers are going to request is they're going to say that they want to file